boss today. Uh, please put some time in my diary if you want to talk to me. Thank you. <laughs> I don't care how often I have to say that now. And oh, like, every time I'm like, that, oh, or it's having a LinkedIn profile. Yeah. That's what messes me up now. Why? Just because I've got a LinkedIn profile. It seems like a grown-up thing to have. <laughs> you know, now with LinkedIn profiles, like if you meet people, especially like, you know, we work with like suppliers that will do shit for us. So you meet them out and they feel like that's a way to get business. And I guess it is kind of a way yeah. to get business. But then I get messages and I'm like, I'm not writing back to you. I'm yeah. like, I'm, <laughs> I was just kind of, you know, throwing this idea around. It didn't work and I don't have the balls to tell you. So <laughs> I'm not going to go back to you. You didn't nip it. I did not nip it. I didn't need to nip it. I nipped it by blocking her. That's what did you, I did. Did you, did, you, did you prioritize? Did you, that's another Yeah, that's I did my actual get, work instead that's of. That's another word I get about eight times a day is I will just prioritize that. We'll prioritize that. Prioritize. Six hours of a seven-hour day in meetings a day. I still feel like I'm not in like business speak yet, I f and I feel like I don't want to get in business speak yet. I feel like I just want to be like, you know what? I'm going to talk the way I talk. I, I try my hard. Have you ever noticed? See when you speak to people who are maybe high, higher ups. It's like a corporate how podcast. Mu now. How much they can say without actually saying a fucking <laughs> yeah, thing. I know. It's a lot of words like mitigate it's circumstance. A, it is a skill. Oh, man. It is a skill to do that. It's beautiful. But see if you can do it well, you can charge about 600 quid a day. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Beautiful. But uh, no, but I mean it, though. You, you look like you look like the cool boss. Thank you. Formal. No tie, though. Uh, you know what I mean? So you it's, take your lanyard off. Can I? Yeah, you don't have to wear one of I had to swipe clearance in here, man. You're good. I had to swipe to get into the studio today. I do it all the time. See, because I've got right. I clip them on my in my belt buckle. I'll forever like just if I'm cutting a boot for like three hours after work, and I've still got it there because I've not taken I've it off. I noticed that. Yeah, I, I normally leave it in my car, but because I was kind of rushing about after, I didn't get a chance to to take it off. I forget it's brilliant we used to go on a Friday night and you could see folk had been on it straight out of the office because they still had their yeah. lanyard on but they were absolutely hee-hawed <laughs> hee-hawed hee-hawed oh good though I are we ready to go I, don't know, I was thinking should, should, I was thinking we put this to the listeners is there a new should we revamp the intro oh what do you mean I don't know change it up 101st episode you see that no, I notice that a lot of podcasts they just they just flip up something freshen something up Okay, yeah, we should. We'll talk about it. I just popped in my head, probably shouldn't have, on the pod. I'm from the old school, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> Time served. <laughs> Time served, you're old da. Anyway, speaking of the intro, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Perth's premier podcast, Monkey Sword Fight, with me, your host, Jordan Patrick, and my co-host, The Big Nip. Big nip, yeah. Oh, grandy nip is. Nippity doo da. Keep going. Cons man. Cons man. <laughs> I can't believe that stock. Cons. That's the nickname I give to myself. I'm annoyed at myself when I say that because I can't help it. But you gave yourself a nickname. Someone who were we talking to one day, and I said cons man. They were like, "What does that mean?" And I explained it. And it gave me this shitty look. They're like, oh, "Fucking hell, this guy's whipped." Um, where with the, the oh, M E T H V E N man. Here I am. Here I am. The Medvin man. <laughs> Also known as Word with Dots. Ch Chatney Loyal, can I get that? <laughs> Chatney Loyal. <laughs> I, I want to see all of your posts now just finish with the, inst the, the hashtag, the hashtag Chatney Loyal. Medvin Man, Chatney Loyal. Word with Dots. Every, every, everything negative, pressure, challenges is all an opportunity for me to rise. Guess who said that? Kobe yeah. Bryant. Kobe Bryant. Fucking yes. devastated. That I, fucked you up. I it? was in bad shape, man. 
I was in bad, bad shape after seeing that. So rest in peace, Kobe Bryant and yeah. his and his daughter. Yeah. But I, I was I was fucked up. Yeah, man. How could you not I, I mean, I I would probably be more because I watched him kind of yeah. grow up a little okay, bit. Well, I want to give this some time, so we'll get to it because okay, that, right, this is right. a discussion I actually wanted to have. But um also, just on a lighter note, you've clearly ignored PJ's feedback in terms of learning how to read over the last. I was, I was actually choked up there. I was, I was clearing my. Throat. Okay, right. We'll check in again next upset. week, PJ. If you're listening, we'll give him a pass this week. <laughs> a man who's not for handing out passes needs no introduction, but we'll give him one anyway. He doesn't hand out passes, but he likes looking at asses, doesn't he? <laughs> there he goes. Here that guy goes. No, that's it's not gonna stick. <laughs> <laughs> There's something there though. There's something there though. Shit. What's it's, it's your old dad and your mark on the ones and twos. Ah. <laughs> I like that. Can we make that a regular feature? <laughs> the ones and twos. But I just love them to actually put in a wee scratch noise in post. We'll do that. Um, aye, so thank you very much for all the, the feedback so far in the last couple of episodes. Yeah. And that also goes out to our Patreons. Patreons like Ali Cook. He's Allie a Patreon. Cook. There you go. I fucking love that guy. Craig McCaffrey. Craig. Danielle Miller. Fraserifi. Shout out to Reevee. Night Ooh, that? and day. Da, 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 I can read that. Da, da, da. Uh, Roddy Bader. Roddy Badass. Hot Rod. Helped me out. Got me into the gym yesterday when I left my pass at home. Oh, nice. Good guy. Uh, Sean Bartlett. Up and to Steven Stosh Tosh. Big sexy Stosh. Yeah. Also, we did get I got a message from Chopsticks who said that yeah. uh, she's having issues with China again. So she'll be back on the... Uh, the coronavirus to, to, to climb the card. At the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was speaking to her because I actually shouted to Chopsticks. That's where the next weapons deal is. So she's, yeah, she's just, yeah. like, she it's all it. booting off in China. Like, Chops is like, cool, I'm Catchy. going to Vietnam. Catch you. Catch Big shout to uh, Chopsticks who actually took on her first ever comedy cabaret. Woo-wee! That was fucking hilarious, by the way. That's filthy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, we had just woke because of the time difference. We had just woken up and uh, she had sent the video... To Connie, we were just kind of laying in bed. It was a Sunday morning. The girls were still kind of the girls were in their bedroom, and then we started listening to it. And then when she started singing, I was like, "Oh my god, is she actually?" Singing? And then one of my daughters came in. I was like, "Turn that off! She can't hear that shit." But shout out to Chopstick. That yeah, was, message it was I was funny. Like, like literally, see, if she'd be perfect for doing a little bit of stand up, like in between the songs. She yeah. can make a whole fucking. I say she'd be like a drag act with a cock. That's effectively what she would be. I told without I, a cock. Sorry, I, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, pop. Uh, maybe that's why she's in. Uh, no, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. Very good. That's, Beautiful. That's well one of played. your best ones, by the way. It's the ones that you don't even need to finish because, like, I, you know where I was going. Um, yeah, I was telling her, or so kind to tell her, like, her and that band, they should put that shit on YouTube, like, mm. get a camera, shoot it nice, and put it on YouTube, because that shit will blow well, up. I was going to say, have you not seen, there's that, there's that, is it Postmodern Jukebox or something like that? It's like a, a swing band or a jazz, and they do swing jazz covers of modern tunes, oh. and it's all dressed up like a cabaret, and that, they're massive, like, so it'd be a perfect thing for... Remember how we were talking about shits going from three to eight? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm at about a six right now. Really? Yeah. For those just for pre pre preamble. Breaking news. <laughs> Mike needed a tolly when he got here, and we asked him to rate out of ten. A tolly. And he advised us he was a three. But uh, that ten at Iron Brew Energy seems to be moving things along. For it's about exactly. thing too. I've been drinking them a lot recently. Like, once you've had one of them, you give it half an hour first thing in the morning. Totally Please out. Oh. <laughs> so if you hear some smooth jazz, totally, totally. Mike's had to nip out for a second. Yeah. Um, Thank you, everyone, who gave us some feedback on the 100th episodes, part one and two. Mm -hmm. 
Um, there's some good feedback on that one. Get it up. Have we got it there? Is Mike ready? Mike's too busy thinking about his poo. Uh, yeah, I got a poo problem. No, um, I was just looking at the topics, actually. Yeah. Well, have a wee look at the feedback. What we got? Uh, we'd like to say a big thank you so. to uh, Big Wilt yeah. for sending us a congratulatory message. That was really sweet. Yeah, Wilt. What a sweet guy. Good guy. Yeah. Still back. <laughs> still Looks pretty young. <laughs> Youth, youthful lips. Youthful lips, yeah. Well, thank uh, you. <laughs> so I'll go see if we can get feedback on part one first, because that was a belter. Uh, here we go. So we just uh, we did get much of a reaction to our picture of Tim Kardashian. Yeah, I thought that would have did better. He, he's a right looker. But um, oh, Spig Stosh mentioned, because I was talking about my wedding anxiety, um, he just replied and to reply to the term my mates are only interested in getting scooped later on he replied you'll be well scooped by the time anyone gets there and he's probably correct yes uh, for those that know the first time I was married my old man <laughs> my old man wouldn't let me have a drink before the wedding Ah, oh, he had to put you on a leash didn't he yeah but I will say as well the most impressive thing I've ever seen at a wedding was my good friend Amy who is married to a listener of the show, Mark. And at her wedding, we rocked up and she was absolutely gonzo before she walked up the aisle. Yeah. However, like a trooper, was the last one on the dance floor. Oh, wow. That's an impressive sesh. She's my hero. Well, you are not the only one who is divorced on this podcast. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, up top. Andy, you loser. You haven't got divorced yet? Winner. <laughs> all, <laughs> all the cool kids are doing it. No, um, my wedding pictures, I look so half cut. Like, my eyes are rolling in my head. And I was like, I cannot believe we paid for these pictures. Oh, man, I, look, I look terrible. I look shocking. I had a fucking, like, a long tail coat as well. I think and I thought it looked the coolest <laughs> thing in the world. See, when I look at this now, it was like, it was rank rotten. Is this man. your butler you're marrying, oh, man? Oh, mate, it was horrendous. Like, if it was a different colour, I would have looked like one of them Dumb and Dumber, like the proper. Oh, it was brutal. I had a shite haircut, too. Uh, feedback on the first episode, first part is the second part, however. First one goes to Ali Cook. Can I, can I do some reading? Just yeah, to kind of, yeah. I got I to gotta sharpen up here. You know what I mean? To the Honorable Mr. McFarlane. Not confirmation bias looking for a headline-grabbing stat, more just illustrating that after approximately 75 episodes, suddenly the gang appeared to want to fight everything, <laughs> at least for around 10% of the time anyway. So that was in response to our episodes all starting with uh, I'll, I'll fight, fight or, yeah. Those were all yours, though, yeah. You, you, you no, no, one you of them, one of them was uh, Sam from... Uh, Benjamin Barrow, he said, I'll fight anyone's mom. Oh, okay, that's true. All right, all right, my bad. So we can play that. Can we play that again on the Patreon? The uh, guest the episode title. Oh, okay, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do that. Anyway, sorry. Um, Jason West then replied, what about Monkey Sword Tickle as a new podcast name? More on the Patreon, maybe, yeah. And then Ali Cook replied, and true fan. Uh, this is what I love about him. He's the smartest guy in the world, but he made the joke, Monkey Test Tickle. Ah. That made me laugh a lot. Uh, do you want to read the next one? Do you need more sharpening? You know, I'm I'd to... never even smiled at any of those. Yeah. <laughs> Your old dad doesn't hand out passes. No, try again, he folks. just claims asses. Try, try again. <laughs> no, I don't do that either. <laughs> hey, there's something here. Teaching <laughs> classes and looking at asses. Oh, that hey. sounds so like, I like Oh, wait, no, no, no. Not the, not the kids in the class. Come on. 
Oh, well, high school's pro. Not the kids in the class. You're an absolute fire tonight, Mike. I love it. <laughs> Jay West. Anyway, moving on. Uh, he, Jay West says, I think this one is actually my new favorite. It's great to hear you reminiscing about the evolution of the podcast. You guys are... You guys are each great at what you bring to the show as an individual and the collective. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's nice. Keep it up, and y'all will be shitting in high cotton in no time. I guess shitting that, in high cotton. Shitting in high cotton. Is that, that, that it? I can just hear Jay say it. Can shitting I actually, Jay, if you're listening right now, can you please send us a voice note of you <laughs> saying that, please? I'm going to look that up. I, I assume it means that you're go, you're being, you know, in yeah. a good way. You've got nice toilet paper. Probably. Oh. That's what I'm going to guess. Okay, Urban Dictionary. South term, meaning we got it made, as in the cotton is high enough to hide us while we take a shit. Oh, well, I got it completely wrong. That Fair is enough. super Southern, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ali Cook again writes, in reference to Ebenezer Good, has anybody got any Vera's equals Vera Lynn's rhyming slang for skins? There you are. Vera Lynn's. I never heard that. Mm, I never heard that oh, one. Nice by a silver, silver Vera Lynn's. <laughs> I thought. I honestly size. thought it was a bit ecstasy. Just, Vera Lynn's. Yeah, I just thought Vera's would be another term for for ekes. Pop another Vera. Christian hey. Ben Tekes. Uh, he further writes. Ebenezer Good was basically in the soundtrack to Streets of Rage Two, and he's posted the video there. Um, he also liked the fact that PJ Mackin put learn to read Mike. <laughs> oh, he said that <laughs> in, in his thing, message. Yeah. Um, I get very stuttery. I get uh, yes. After well, maybe hit 150, thanks we for, maybe have it smooth. Thanks for making fun of my anxiety, PJ. Thanks a lot. <laughs> he did say he was therapy. just being a little cheeky, and then asked if there's no hard feelings. Nah, it's cool. I was just fucking. Yeah, um, <laughs> actually, put as a matter of fact, I've just learned that dragging my finger under the words as I go helps me. Did <laughs> next week I'll try reading without my lips moving. <laughs> That was, was me that wrote that. Yeah, yeah. I was right. Me and Riley read before he goes to bed and he still reads with his finger under the words. I was just telling my daughter too. My daughter has the same thing as me where she kind of chops and misses out words. Maybe I'm like dyslexic or something. Maybe I'm coming into something. I feel that way with numbers. With numbers? A lot of numbers in a row. It takes me forever to make sure I've got it right. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, he also then puts a really long, good feedback about uh, Frankenstein. Yes. So that's there if you want to read it. Uh, Peter K gets a bra apparently for an advert. If okay. any, this is actually his own feature. What's Ali Cook said, and it's on the the, po- the comment thread uh, of the podcast. the podcast. Christ, man, he must have really liked that episode. Right, Ali Cook, I love you. Uh, hot people not having to have a personality. Has it occurred to you that perhaps very attractive people have to develop develop certain social skills in order to be taken seriously? Very good point. Yeah, I've had to because I'm so attractive. I've had to develop certain social skills in order to be taken seriously. So is that right? I should have known that, Allie. Thank you very, very much. <laughs> He's on one tonight. Like yeah, He's won that I'm man on, of the match award. I'm on. We even here a plaque and a bottle of champagne. I'm on that bullshit. Tonight. You know, we just really we all rocked up and just tried 100. percent Yeah. Let's give 110. You know I mean? Big Larry Shanklin saving you boys at the weekend, Tate. Larry Shanks. What a guy, Laza. Wowza. Right, what we got in the topics there, Michael? Um, oh, I got a, a a Patreon, good Patreon uh, business idea. Okay. Oh, I can't wait for Andy to rip the shreds. <laughs> okay, we'll keep that on board. Uh, yeah, just kind of teasing that. Hopefully, Ooh. you guys subscribe, please. Um, so I'm a plumber now. Did you guys know that? Okay. I uh, I fixed the the trap in my washing machine. 
Good for you, bro. After about several attempts, after almost flooding my entire like front hallway. So what, what's what was the, what's this part that you fixed? Sorry. So you know, just like the U bend that comes out that comes out of the washing machine and then it goes into the wall, like the where mm. it oh, disposes right, okay. of the yeah. water. Yeah. So it was kind of leaking, and uh, I was like, I'm gonna fix it. And then Connie kind of had this look on her face, like she wanted to say, mm, "Please don't fucking flood this place." And I was like, uh, I don't want to flood it, but if it happens, it happens. Because you got to do shit. Because we were talking about this on one of the podcasts. You have to. Was it full of water at the time? Was it the washing machine? Yeah. Oh no, it was draining, but it was just dripping. It was just yeah, dripping. Okay. So I, I emptied it out, let it let it drip out, and I took it off. Went down to fucking B and Q with a stinky U trap because you know how you get all the shit in there, all the yeah. old soap and gunk build up, and I'm holding it up. I had like my car goes on too. I, I went outside and wiped some dirt on my face, like I was really plumbing. You know what I mean? Can I stop you? You know that washing machines all come with spare ones in them. So did you not ask Connie or did she not know where she'd like put them? Because they all come with spare pipes and spare U bends and that with them. I did not know that, but we didn't buy it. Like uh, this okay, was actually it was enough. left in there from the people who went, enough, built the house. So I they they were shot. Fuck anyway. those guys. Yeah, which I got to get in contact about my crack. I got to get back in contact <laughs> with the council about my crack. They stopped getting in contact with me about my crack, and I'm very upset about it. My crack needs to be tended to. No, sorry. Nip that, nip that, son. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, went to B and Q, and felt like a man. Had a beard and shit, a hat on. I was like, oh, I need this done in my house. I need to find this. And I'm like, oh, this guy's a dude. He's fixing shit in his house. <laughs> So after about 19 attempts of it leaking and pissing all over the place, every time I put water in there, I, I did get it fixed. So it's been fixed for what about 10 days now. What a guy. So if you need anything fixed and you don't mind a little flooding, I'll do it for you for a small fee. That's all I'm saying. Do you guys, would you, for something like that, would you farm that out immediately? Would you just go, you know what? I'm going to get a plumber in there to do it. Or do you oh, have I some? Get, I mean, like. My one there's got the spare stuff with it. So if it has a problem, mm. I'll watch a YouTube video. If I look at it and I can't figure yeah. it out and there's no instructions, I'll just watch a YouTube video and do it. That's yeah, like you literally, if there is, there's one way or another to fix something on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Is it crazy? If I think it's beyond me or I don't have the tools to do it and I can't necessarily easily purchase the tools, you know, say like soldering mm. and stuff mm. like that, then... Yeah, then uh, you got to get the big guys in. Or yeah. electronics. See, yeah. there's anything to do with plumbing. I usually text Paul. Yeah. So if it was like, I was me too. Like, I was just like, just to the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> just hoping that day seat would open up for me. Any son, your first, your first reserve, mate. <laughs> just, just imagine Andy sat as a. You've not paid for your food. I've got my own head. Just pulls out a wee pack lunchbox. Oh, I love we that. We deadly dunk it in a <laughs> sandwich. A wee pack of Pringles and that wee plastic case. You oh, the little wee, ones, uh, airplane size. <laughs> airplane sized. Airplane size wee coconut tape. Perfect, oh. man. <laughs> Oh, honest to God, hope it does. <coughs> Proud of you, though, Michael. You should be. Yeah. I I helped my dad like do we, so they had their, the filter was blocked in their washing machine, mm -hmm. and like my I still feel a bit of pressure because I didn't do a manual job. So I was like just pulling out some screws, and I could feel my dad looking at me. <laughs> yeah, I get. And that. I'm sitting there I was like, ah, don't fuck this up, man. Yeah, it's do pressure. not fuck this pressure. up. Because like Paul would walk in and was like, that's off. I've taken all yeah. three screws off with one screwdriver. I'm like, there are some people that are just that they can take things apart and put them together. It's just the way, just the way they're built, just the way they make their brains. It's not how I have it's not don't have a tank. Um so while we were off, I don't know, I think this did not while we were off, because we had that one episode that we went really long and we split it into two. Thank you for everyone who listened. Um Megan and Harry kind of left the uh, 
with the fold. Love the fold, yeah. People are people are angrier about that than Prince Andrew being a nonce, yeah. allegedly. <laughs> Wait, is, I thought what's the nonce? What does that mean? Pedo. Oh, okay. I thought allegedly. That was, allegedly, all right. They listen, so we need to. <laughs> they man, they're always listening. Yeah, but um, a lot of people. Um, I, I was going to talk about the video that I put in our chat, and it was a girl who was on. It was a uh, BBC Scotland talking about um, racism that Megan faced uh, in in the press. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm you know as a black guy, I'm happy to call out racism when I see it. But and I did see it in some of the examples that she that she gave there, but. I don't know. I don't know if it was... I think Harry was just kind of like, nah, I just want to get the fuck out of here. We she don't was, know what happened behind the scenes, yeah, though. Honest, but, I think you can only speculate. I think she was the victim of racism. There was one like royal yeah. event she went to. Yeah, where, I should like, say that. You're right. Harry's auntie wore a brooch. Like, oh, was okay. Got, You're right. Slave, you know what I mean? So, but then <laughs> to say that was the reason that they left, I mean, I'd imagine it's probably a factor. Yes. Maybe it, it would be good to hear her... Side yeah, definitely. And I don't, I don't think she doesn't need to. I think Harry's the least dislikable royal. Mm. You know what I mean? I think they're all pricks, but he's the one you can like. And to be fair, apparently they're wanting to pay back the money that was spent on their wedding as well. How much was that? A couple million at least. Fucking hell. Do you know what I mean? So they're wanting to pay that back. To who? To the charities, I'd imagine. Oh, you know what okay. I, mean? probably I, thought, I thought the Queen was kind of like, I have they, my money by I Friday. I don't imagine they could pay it back to the tax office and it would be reimbursed. I'd imagine they're probably going to donate it, but. I got a credit card that you guys can play off. They might be able to chip to. in there. That's absolutely fine. So where are they supposed to be going? Are they going to Canada? I think so. Why is she going to continue being an actress? All right. Well, yeah, I'd give up the life over in, in England to go over to LA and hang out. I don't. I don't want to give it too much here, but I don't. It doesn't. That boy. That boy Harry's never struck me as being particularly interested in the whole aspect of being a royal. Especially he looks like it mom. seems it's just a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. and especially because that boy Charles is not his feather. No, <laughs> allegedly. Oh. You know, seen there's a there's a photographer who was really good pals with Diana. Yeah, who is Harry's double. Oh, like I'll find it. I don't know if Andy can pull it up, but like now you're starting the rumors. I'm now. T- mate, this is a well-established rumor, and if you were to look at Harry and then look at either of the possible fathers, there's only one clear choice. All right. But he, look, he looks just like James Hewitt. That's that's exactly what I'm talking about. Ah, yeah, like it's frightening. Uh, I'm the one to waste my breath on these ah, people, yeah. but it's uh, <laughs> a case. Of thanks very much for the taxpayer-funded wedding and all the private security costs. Uh, all right, we're out of here. See you later. Uh, yeah, but uh, sooner we get rid of a lot of them, the better. That's all. I'm preach, the preach. Uh, that's it. Has uh, I'd say two one-year-old da? No, two one Mike in terms of man of the match so oh, far. Oh, okay. Your old, dad, your old dad's saying less, with, saying less with more. Your old Eddie. dad's playing the central midfielder role. He's just surveying the game. He's just spraying a Destroyer. decent pass here and there. <laughs> I, don't under, I don't understand that. Zinedine's a Dan job. You're playing a bit more like Cam Newton, a bit more flashy. Ooh, know I, mean? but I like that. Your old dad's pulling out the Zidane job in the middle there. So. Zinedine Zidane. Classiest football in the world. Uh, should we talk about Kobe? Yeah, I think we should. Well, we'll get that out of the way because then I got something a little bit more lighthearted after should, that. Should we call this sports? Uh, sports. Uh, let's get ready to. Random. Yeah, anyway, yeah. So, uh, unfortunately. 
couple, yeah. couple of days ago, Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna. Gianna, yeah. Gianna passed Mamacita. away. Yeah, everyone will know this, but I feel it feels like a journalist thing to say. Yeah. Like they passed away in a helicopter accident. Yeah. Fucking, I was like, so Mike, you, let's do you, you were saying you were pretty cut up about it. I was very cut up about it, yeah. And I, just seeing all the stuff that came afterwards too, because you know how when people die, they start putting all these videos out about them and it kind of like made sense that their life was going to come to an end this time. It's really just a fucking coincidence, mm-hmm. right? They were just all talking about yeah. But he was talking about why he flew helicopters everywhere. I've saved this tweet, but not actually watched it. Yeah, so he, he, he said the reason why, he was like, he needed to be able to do both things. He needed to be able to, what is that? Oh, that's uh, it's Kobe. My speaker. It's, it's Kobe telling us. To, I was like, "Am I thinking here?" <laughs> but um, yeah, he said that the reason why that he flew in helicopters everywhere was because he needed to be able to be in a certain part of California and do his training and do all the stuff they needed to do to prepare for basketball. But uh, one day he ended up sitting in traffic because Ellie's known for its terrible mm. traffic. Sitting in traffic, ended up missing like something for his daughter. And he's like, fuck, he's like, I don't want to do that shit anymore. So he ended up just buying a helicopter and just flying the helicopter everywhere, <laughs> which is fucking a boiler move. Yes. But um, yeah, and so that he just got used to just traveling that way. And then unfortunately that happened. So I was just sitting on the couch as usual. I've been playing Word with Friends a lot. You guys play that? Friends with, words with friends. I used yeah. to play it years ago. Yeah. Oh, Love yeah. I it. feel like it's helping my brain a little bit. It does. It's helping me read, PJ. Although it does give you some pretty wacky words as being like, uh, that's all right, like A-O. Yeah. Ow. Ow. Hey, yo. So I was just sitting on the couch, just scrolling through Twitter, and then um, someone put a, a message in our group chat, and it was like, uh, Kobe Bryant, it was TMZ of all fucking places. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kobe Bryant passes away and are involved in, in helicopter crash. And I was like, no fucking way. They got this wrong. And then I went straight to Twitter and Twitter had already crashed by that point. Like it was so many people were going on there looking for information, which is pretty cool if you ran Twitter. You'd be like, fuck, that's awesome. But anyway, I almost always check Twitter when yeah. something's happened. <laughs> which is probably not the best thing to do but because there's so many assholes on Twitter. But um, so I'm refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. And then I finally saw it and I was like, fuck. And I was like, I actually felt myself welling up. And I was like, you know, I was like, you know, shit happens. And then then eventually I saw that they said it was a false report that all his children were on board yeah, with yeah. him. And I fucking lost it. I was like, Connie was like, you're right. And I was like, I just need to feel this. I just need to feel this. But it just felt like, you know, he was 18 years old when he came into the league. And I, I was saying this today, like, I, I'm a huge Michael Jordan fan. Massive, massive Michael Jordan fan. I told Kanye, like, when Mike mm. dies, this is going to happen again. I'm going to be in yeah. tears. But, like, with Kobe, it was like, this guy's 18, and I was, what? I would have been, like, 13 at the time. I was like, this guy's a teenager, mm-hmm. and he's playing in the NBA. Yeah. I, I'm never going to be like Mike, but this guy is just going into the league. And now, and just like what everyone says on Twitter, it was like, you throw a piece of paper into the bin, and you would say, Kobe. Like, everyone yeah. did that. Like, that's just you what it was. You should do that when you throw grenades on Call of Duty. You throw a grenade, and everybody <laughs> shows Kobe. <laughs> That's why. That's legit. That's what you do. do you remember when we were younger? It was when you go to kick a football, you go Gerard. Yeah, and it's just it, it was so so heartbreaking just to see all the love for him, and uh, and just uh, even the few assholes sprinkled in there that of course had to bring up the rape case, which goes against what I was saying for. <clears throat> Who was that? Oh, the radio guy a couple of weeks ago, and I was mm. saying you have to include the whole story. Fair enough, include the whole story. <clears throat> I don't know if it's hours after he has died. If you want to make sure that you want to talk about that, he was charged with rape uh, when he was in his you know early twenties. But fair enough. But it was just 
It was a rough day for me. Rough two days, actually. I was, Do you have any football players where if they pass away that you may shed a tear for? I've done it before. There was there was an old Celtic player called Jimmy Johnson, and I never seen him play. He was like grew up, he played in like the sixties and the seventies when my dad was wee. Yeah. But my dad had always told me loads about him, and he'd always he was part of the Celtic team that won the European Cup and that. And I remember when he died, I was at because he died was um, he had MS. And that took him, which was like really, it was the same, it was horrible disease, but like, because he was quite a tricky winger, he was always active and quick. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, so to see something like that. And I remember being at Celtic Park and they played a big thing or the screen from, and I was oh, a bit weepy. Yeah. It does, but it doesn't matter if you didn't know these people. These people had an impact on your life, just like people you know have an impact on your life. Exactly, yeah. And it feels like you do know them because, mm-hmm. and especially now, and the difference between him and Michael Jordan was like, Michael Jordan wasn't around during the social, social media age and Kobe mm-hmm. was just becoming himself or being Kobe yeah. right when social media was popping off. So you can see him on YouTube all the time and you can mm. see him on commercials. And he was one of those worldwide athletes. And yeah. it was like, to have that just kind of wiped away. And, this, and also, last couple of times I've seen him, he was on the fucking sideline with his daughter, like showing her basketball mm. things. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, man. But he's, he's one terrible, of those people we've talked things. about in terms of he's, he's a crossover star. Like Conor McGregor is for MMA. Yeah. Michael Jordan and Kobe are the type of guys that even if you don't follow basketball, you, you, know, know, you know who these two people are. They transcend yeah. the sport. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Like, you're like Messi and Ronaldo. Do you know what I mean? Like David Beckham was years ago. It's, and I, was, I think my mum was the same when Bowie died. Mm. I mean, like a guy who'd had such a big impact on her growing up. Yeah. I mean, so it is. I think it's perfectly normal to get a bit teary. Yes. But anyway, Conor yeah. McGregor, you, you alluded to briefly there. Yeah. Conor McGregor, did you watch the fight? Yeah. You yeah. did? What'd you think? Uh, I was impressed. Like, he clearly looks up for it. And he looked a lot better at 170 that time than he has previously. Was he a jerk off afterwards or no? He was a cool. I think I think I think Khabib's maybe humbled him a bit. He's came up, he seems to have found a fairly nice line of respecting his opponent. But then I think it'll change. It depends who he fights next. Because this is yeah. Donald Cerrone. And it's bad press to then wind up a guy like Donald Cerrone who is quite highly regarded by the fans as well. Okay. Everyone else he's went for has been like big but hasn't had much of a personality, whereas uh, Cowboy's one of the most recognisable guys in terms of like fight style and just his whole so his is whole he shtick. is he past it though because I'm not a big UFC guy but like people were talking about Cerrone being like a somewhat easy fight for McGregor I know we're saying this after he beat him in 40 seconds mm. but was that expected was he expected to kind of dominate him in that way I didn't think he would yeah. I actually thought it would be a, a fairly tough going first round I, I was actually really had this feeling inside me. I said to you guys, I was like, I don't know why, but Donald Cerrone's got lethal head kicks. Mm-hmm. Lethal, lethal oh, yeah. head kicks. And I just had this feeling, I thought Cerrone would be the one to throw the head kick and perhaps go and mm. win the fight from someone, but it was, it was the opposite way around. Really, I really loved the shoulders. Oh, they were... Is that, that legal? Was, yeah. That's yeah. Fucking, that's like a dance move. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Everyone was saying that. I've never actually seen it. Did you see when they done it in slow motion? And yeah. the impact and the devastation it made on Cerrone's face. Oh, I, I thought that was illegal. That's why everyone was talking no. about it. No. no, no, no. I guess in the place where you just kick in, people in, in the head, in, you can in the clinch. In the clinch, yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought you looked all right. I thought you looked good. I just expected a lot more from Donald Cerrone. So that's maybe why it's hard to evaluate mm. because mm-hmm. I expected well, more from him. But I'm sure I've heard before people tend to think Cerrone doesn't do great on the big big occasions never did do you know what I mean that's he's, he just big he, fights yeah, yeah yeah he just that's what he, that's what, he's never been a world champion has he doesn't that right anytime he got close <coughs> excuse me <coughs> anytime he nearly got close to you know fighting for the number one contendership or then fighting to maybe have a, sh- a chance of a title shot he'd always get smoked mm-hmm. 
Um, but his record speaks for itself. I, I, I I mean, he's been in with the who's who. I don't. Oh, I honestly, I don't think you can you can fully criticise it. But at the same time, I reckon you've got to admire that McGregor looked good for what a year and a half layoff, and then and, and he shouldn't be past it. You know, yeah, time time away takes its toll on everyone, but you can regain that sharpness, especially if you are at thirty one, still considered in you know your your prime sort of peak years. Mm -hmm. Give maybe give him another three or four years tops. Um, I think you always think about thirty five feels quite old in the fight game. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, well, you look at what Floyd Mayweather does. <laughs> but as well as that, he's not—he's not, he's not taking a lot of punishment to the cranium. If no. you look at his fights, he's never really taken, apart from maybe the Nate Diaz, the second one. He's never really taken a whole heap of impact to the head in this fight. He's had quite a majority of his fights have been really short. Well, we'll see what's—we'll see what happens next from. But I'm more interested in. Uh, I saw Dana White talking about. He's like, oh yeah, Khabib and Connor, that's the fight to make. And you're like, hang on a minute, Tony Ferguson, he's actually in camp just now training for this Khabib fight in April. Who's saying Khabib is going to be coming out of a fight with Tony Ferguson, even if he wins it? Mm. Not probably going to be out of action for at least six months. That's mm. going to be a war of wars. Just one thing, other to touch on the MMA, did you see Stephen A. Smith? He's been getting the, the boots stuck into him. <laughs> Because <laughs> just some of the shit that he was talking. Uh, is this, is this oh, the, no, I thought you were talking about the video. Is this the, the American sports guy who just seems to be, he's just becoming a bit of an You're wrong, piece. and I'll tell you why. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off, Stephen, you're wrong. It's like uh, an no, American Chris Sutton. Is that what he, he is? He was just, um, he, no, he got called out in that by Joe Rogan, by a lot of people in the MMA community, just because he'd sort of said that he felt that Cowboy had turned up and wasn't just passive, didn't even try, didn't have the heart for it and that. And a lot of people are like, why the fuck are you here? I know, like, USC's on ESPN now, but why the fuck is Stephen A. Smith getting wheeled in <laughs> to talk about MMA on the post-fight <laughs> of a fucking pay-per-view? Yeah. yeah. Like, what, what does he really know He's about... jack of all trades, Stephen A., man. But he reminds me of these guys, like, what's his name? Skip Bayless and Shannon... Shannon Sharp, yeah. Like, like they talk about a whole load of sports that... They, they don't no really know about yeah. anything about and they're not special in, but they're really good at just spouting an opinion. Mm. And they like to be controversial for being controversial, I guess. He's been getting smoked. It's been quite funny. <laughs> Stephen A's funny. Yeah. I don't know too much about him, but I've seen this as that he's he's now becoming he's trying to get that public hate figure. He just gets all the views. Put him on about basketball. He's the basketball oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, he talks about most sports very well. Yeah. Maybe just not that. Maybe just, that's what he's trying to get into. But that's, yeah. I think, what people are kind of saying about him. It's like, why is he getting wheeled in for a post-fight at UFC? Maybe they're trying to get a certain demographic to UFC. Well, just to get that but that's also a pay-per-view event. You always just so. try to get the crossover on. Why ask Andy, do you watch any stuff for the Royal Rumble? Can you like your wrestling? Uh, did that Drew McIntyre not win it? I've, seen, right. Gary, I've seen the Blue Steel's been tweeting about it today. Ah, the Scottish boy. Yeah. And the boy Edge. You remember Edge back in the actually? I saw that on Twitter. Ah, he came back. The oh, place went wild, didn't Collie. You think you know me. He used to be when he used to come out and there was like a weird techno tune they came out through the <laughs> through the crowd. Him and, uh, what was the boy? Edge? Christian. Oh. Edge and Christian. Oh, Christian. <sighs> Apparently, uh, last night on Raw, I saw Gazza Monroe was uh, tweeting about this as well, was that Randy Orton came out, Edge like came back out on Raw like last night mm. and was giving some like speech and that, and then Randy Orton came out and like absolutely smashed him up because you know how his neck was fucking. So, uh. so he was like, like hitting him with steel chairs and like, putting his like, head between the chair and all that shit. 
Um, but apparently it's some of the best wrestling television. It's like one of the greatest things the wrestling's done in like 15, oh, really? years. Well, that's like all like the, the story things, and all that. Apparently it's great. That's the it? first thing. I don't follow it now, but like I go on Twitter after the big events and it's nine times out of ten it's fucking then I came what they're fucking doing. Is absolutely like last night Twitter was on fire but like mm. Royal Rumble was DOS. Oh. And then they always say that the Monday night crowd after Royal Rumble yes. is like the best. I remember that from back in the day. It was crazy. <sighs> that was what was always good about Raw, wasn't it? It was Monday night, so you always had a Raw the night after the pay per view. Aye, that was always a Raw man. Came up, they've, they've, came up, they've just uh, they've just moved on to BT Sport actually. All right, so I might actually start watching that again. You know how much of a fucking geek I was? I was geek on two fronts. Right, one with wrestling. I used to. Go early internet days. I found a website where they used to have people write out what happened on like Raw the night before because it was it was already pre taped. It wasn't yeah. live or whatever that show was. They did it at another yeah. place, and then I would read it before Raw came on. That's how much of a geek I was. Spoilers, just to see if it was the right one round. Like if they had it right. Oh yeah, that was probably the early days of them saying like spoilers and shit. Yeah. Oh. They were like spoilers to come. I was like, oh, I'm gonna fucking watch the rock. I'm trying to remember if I ever had a, like a clear moment as to when I realized it wasn't actually real, or when uh, I stopped and like, given you when you're younger, you've got a point where you're just like, oh fuck, man, they're really brothers. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't think when that point was. I remember it being on the news. Um, they had some, some guy, they may have been Hacksaw Jim Duggan, had someone in a, in a headlock, and he was like, I'm gonna throw you against the ropes. And when you come off the ropes, da, 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 da. and I was like, that's just a dumb place to make that like, rem- comment, but all right, why would you just do that before the match? I remember actually, it was Ken Shamrock, and uh, there was, he was about, he was walking up to some lassie, and the uh-huh. camera was behind the lassie, and he just seen Ken Shamrock go, slap me, and she slaps him, and I was like, oh. <laughs> why did he say what that? F- <laughs> Vince McMahon, he was the first real body I remember. That was another time where I knew it was fake because Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan were on some new show because they were all talking about like steroids being rife in the WWF at the time. And they were like, well, it's not real. And Vince McMahon getting all aggressive was like, what do you mean it's not real? And I was like, oh, maybe it's not fucking real. I don't know. Best one I ever seen was, I think it was Mankind said, it was like, yeah, like it's scripted, but regardless of what happens to the competitor, they have to reach that conclusion. Whereas like an actual yeah. fight can go the whole distance or can stop. But like when he got chucked through the fucking cage by the Undertaker onto the announce table, you gotta be a sick fuck to do that. Like even if someone's agreeing, like if me and Andy were wrestlers and Andy was like, "Throw me off of this fucking twelve foot cage and threw a table into the ring," I'd be like, "I don't know how I'm gonna do that. Jump, like I don't want to hurt without a doubt. A move like that becomes uh, encapsulated in time in WWE history, and yes. that makes you a superstar and like yeah, Shane an McMahon, icon in the wrestling jumping of your off life. the Titans run yeah. to leg drop. Shano. Steve Blackman was it? No chance. Blue Steel, Steel correct me. Uh, who, who was it that Shane O'Mac jumped onto from the Titans? Blue Steel, the WWE correspondent. We're going to oh, cut mate, to him right now. I got all this wrestling stuff <laughs> pop up on my timeline. 90% of the time it's because Blue Steel's had it. And I thank you, Gary, because it's fucking tremendous. Oh, man. What was your... Can you pick out your favourite wrestling moment? Uh, I can, yeah. My favourite wrestling moment, it was after a pay-per-view, which is funny that we were just saying that. It was... It was a Stone Cold Steve Austin era. Yeah. And it was him versus the Hart Foundation. And how they didn't just beat his ass all the time. Because it was like nine of them. And Stone Cold didn't have anybody with it. He always just fucked everybody up one-on-one for some reason. But anyway. So uh, the night before, on the pay-per-view, uh, Bret Hart ended up beating Stone Cold. 
but it was it was it was fucking something happened. Like he cheated in order to get the victory. Mm-hmm. So then the next night they were in Canada. And so they fucking Heart Foundation came down the ramp. They get in the ring and they were like, we're going to sing the Canadian National Anthem. So then they started singing the, Can- the Canadian National Anthem and had the hands on the chest. And then Stone Cold with a steel chair. Steel chair. <laughs> steel chair. <laughs> came out with a steel chair and just wiped out the whole fucking crew. <laughs> and everybody with a chair. And then he jumped out of the ring, was giving him the fucking finger going uh, up the ramp. I was like, oh, I love this guy. Fair. Andy, what about you, mate? Uh, well, first thing I was just looking for there was um, Shane McMahon uh, on the Titan Tron. I believe it was what I'm what I'm getting hits on is versus the Big Show at Last Man Standing. Uh, last show, Man that Standing must have been match it, uh, yeah. back last two thousand and one. Oh, that was fucking um, mental. I don't know. For me, probably when Shawn Michaels put Marty Jannetty through the barbershop window. Oh, that's yeah. a classic. That's like Heel or turn. when. Um, Jake the Snake Roberts tied Macho Man Randy Savage up in the ropes and set Damien on. Remember, the snake was like biting into his oh, arm. Shit, yeah. Remember that? Macho Man Savage my, from my, The OGs in no WWF OGs. will remember that. Um, and I always remember Bret Hitman Hart kicking out a perfect plex. He was like the first man to ever do it. And then he went on to beat Mr. Perfect. I used to love Mr. Mr. Perfect. Oh, I love Mr. He was, he was fucking brilliant. Fuck uh, I. Smacking yeah. the gum. I still spit the gum out and smack <laughs> it to this day. <laughs> it's got to be either the, the Austin beer truck. Yeah, that was or, a good one. Or um, the fucking, the one where it was ECW was taken over and they were kicking fuck out all the WWE people in the ring. And Stone Cold, who'd apparently went over ECW, came in and just started beating fuck out of everyone with a crowbar. Yeah. Stunner the way eight million people <laughs> in a row. It's absolute madness. Either that or any time The Rock got stunnered. And he just looked like <laughs> bounce on his head. He would go like 90 degrees <laughs> on, like, on his head. <laughs> and his whole huge body would go collapse the over. That the Rock is definitely one of the best guys at doing a promo in the game. Yes. And Shawn Michaels, I think tuning up the band is one of my favourite finishers. Just when he starts like hammering his leg on the... Do you remember when Austin had like a beef with Brian Pullman? And uh, like, I think Brian Pullman like broke his ankle or something. They ended up with a shotgun in one episode. Like he was someone pulled out a gun. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on? Oh man. But at one time, Brian Pullman was in the hospital, had like, a broken ankle, and then... Of course, the, the WWF cameras were there. Why would they be in the hospital with him? And they were talking to Brian Pullman, and all of a sudden you heard, oh, here comes the nurse. And of course, it was Stone Cold. Was that, oh, I remember that. Classic. He that, in a gown, and he starts fucking hitting him with the bedpan. Uh, was, he done that to Vince McMahon as well. <laughs> just one more I was wanting to throw in. I'm just typing up my notes there, and I just remembered when... Um, the Rock threw Stone Cold off the bridge and the Smoking Skull Belt. That oh, was another yeah. absolute classic moment. Uh, so <laughs> My mate had that Smoking Skull replica belt. We used to do like wrestling in the back green. Oh. Oh. And then you think about the stuff that we used to do and we're thinking we should not have been fucking chucking each other about on the ground like that. You know what? I got I to gotta look for, there was a Steve Austin DVD that they promoted like heavy, or videotape probably, that they promoted heavy. I remember the end of the commercial was like, the bottom line price is $19.99. I was like, oh, I need to get this. My dad wouldn't let me get it. Seeing that, uh, <laughs> have you ever listened to Stone Cold podcast? Uh, no. Oh, it's really fun. I've listened to a few of them. He's had like old wrestlers and that on it. It's actually, it's one of those, it's good to hear someone who was in the industry talk about it. And, th- and think back on it now, like we were saying about how it's not real. And like the outcomes, we know the outcomes, but that's just real. Those uh, guys get fucked up yeah. and they, they work hard, like Fucking really hard. Mankind, Mick Foley must have been, I didn't care how that guy's still walking around. Yeah, like fucking barbed wires on baseball bats. And I wonder what his insurance premium is every oh, month for his God. health insurance. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's probably like he was writing books. <laughs> uh, we got any more sports? 
Uh, now we're all sported out. Cool. Well, we jump into. I want to hear Mike's travel story. Oh, should we talk about how you stood me up in Redden? Right. Yeah. Right. We'll stop you there. You're you're on homie court. This is homie court. This is what I, I I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop you here. We'll let Andy be the judge. We got two things. I, I saw all play out on Twitter. <laughs> it was fine. I saw all the good right, chat. So and I, I sat there reading every message, shaking my head, and disgust Jordan. <laughs> and okay, let's explain. You go so, first. You right. Explain. So down in Redden. Um, for work. For work. I met a couple of pals on the Tuesday night because my manager and the other boy I work with were just going back to their room. I'd spent the night in before. I was like, nah, no bother. Went met a couple Can of I pals. cross-examine here? Did you know I was coming to Reading? Yeah. Okay, I'll continue. Go ahead. You just agreed to meet up. Yes. Okay, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Finish. Can, can we, we get on the podcast? <laughs> can we get on this? This like, is on the actual podcast. Am I going to get a chance? <laughs> Sustained. Right. Sustained. So, went out, got drunk, got home very late, hanging like a fruit bat the next day. <laughs> so... Text Mike, I'm not going to meet you. He's like, oh, I'm coming down. He's like, right, cool. Text me when you're here, you finish your dinner. Mm-hmm. So I go out for my dinner at five o'clock. Wait, 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 was there a place that you wanted to take me? You, you recommended a, a restaurant. I recommended there. a place, yeah. Okay, all right. So we, were we not going to have dinner at all? Was that not in our plans at all? You didn't tell me you were getting in until fucking eight o'clock. Okay, all right. right. Fair enough, keep going. I feel yeah. like I'm, he's badgering the witness. <laughs> <laughs> and then. I go out for my dinner, I come back, it's about back at seven, I text Mike, he goes, oh, we're just heading out for dinner soon. Eight o'clock, you've only just headed out for dinner. Okay. So by this point, I've been up since seven in the morning, I'm rocking three hours sleep, and one of the most stinking hangovers of my life after spending a whole day in meetings. Mm-hmm. Get back Who to the hotel. was that? <laughs> yes. Okay. Right. All right, and I'm getting to the, my final piece of evidence. All right, got it. Eight o'clock, I text Mike. Nine o'clock, I text Mike. Mike doesn't he text me as if I want to go for a beer till quarter past ten. I was eating dinner. Okay. Yeah, but you only, you literally takes me at quarter past 10. And then I was like, right, where are you? He goes, I'm in the hotel bar. And I was like, are you wanting a drink? And then you said, nah, I'm in my room now. You so, said you were in the hotel bar. No, you said you were in the hotel bar. Oh, okay. All right. So I, I was ready to do it, but he takes me to the back of 10. By that point, I've been up since 7 a.m. having only slept for three hours and being stinking hungover. All right. So yes, I would have come out and meet you at quarter past 10. Come on. Could have went for one. Can right? I got a ruling, please? <laughs> I feel like that last piece of evidence has made the difference in some way, shape, or form. What do you think, Andy? Order in my courtroom. <laughs> <laughs> this is tough because I like to hand down the harsh sentences, but it was quite a late. It was quite a late message. Oh Mike. no! But had you sort of said, "That's me here at eight. I'll probably be finished dinner about half nine. I'll meet you about quarter to ten. That's maybe a little more palatable. Literally, it's the it's I understand the, it's where the he's after ten thing. But it was also early. Where but, did you? Have, you're not in the same hotel. Uh, so you could have just walked downstairs to the bar. Then it's not like you had to like get oh, really dressed. Well, we weren't in the same hotel, out. were we? You were in the Ibis, you said. Yeah, we were in the same hotel. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's two I, Ibis over there though. Okay, right, okay. Maybe I was at the one like two doors down from the buffet. All right, no, you were in the same hotel. Wow! The late admission to the... Quarter past ten is too late, man. Like, see, see I'm was... sorry, man. You're in the same hotel. It's so easy. You could have came like... down... You could have came to my room and had a drink. I'd literally, it was in my scuds. I'd already had my evening wank. I was oh. all tucked up. I think you could have made it. All right. I'd have been disappointed if I was down in Redding and one of you two guys was there in the same hotel <laughs> and wasn't up for coming down to just meet me for a beer at like 10 o'clock at night when I'd just arrived. Right. Had my tea. He hadn't just I'd be arrived, like, he'd been out with other people. 
Oh, your new mates. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't, don't you dare. He's going to need that short recess. No, I would have I would have blew them off and came to dinner with you, but you said you were having dinner with your friend, which is cool. Well, that's that's not because we, cause we were going for dinner with the folk in my team, and the majority of them don't actually live in Redden, so they would have to go straight from the office to dinner okay. and then get a train home. So yeah. the time changed. And then you got in a little bit later and I said, right, okay, I accept. I should have went down and met. However, it I, do want, far. I do want to note that it was quarter past ten. And it I, was was, I, I was backing up because I thought, Jen, you might have been at a bar, like, you know, say in the town or something like that. So you've got to, like, get dressed and then actually head out. But right. in Came the up. same building, under I'm, the same I'm, roof. I want, I, want, no. I want a final ruling, so I think we should put it to the people. This will be the poll. Oh, okay, yeah, good week. idea. But they have, to have, they have to listen to the podcast. Because I feel if you type it out, it's going to be very one-sided. <laughs> okay. So I, I, we'll put it on so you can only vote if you've listened to it. I don't think people will. People will just say, is Jordan a dick? And they'll click yes. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm banking on. Yeah. And actually, you're all that. Do you, could you type out the evidence? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'll type it out. Just, just not Get the stenographer not in the corner to write it. Read that back. Order, order. <laughs> Are you trying to bribe a judge? Yeah. <laughs> I'm more saying on the Facebook post because if Mike writes, I reckon he'll be he'll write it heavy-handed I'll in his favour. I'll pop something. Calm right, your powder wig. Right, cool. Can we All actually right. have a wee recess? Because I got a pee. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to talk about the the driving situation as well. Right, cool. We're going for homey core for that as well. Okay. Cool. You, shall I shall I explain to Andy why you're having a pee? No, no. Let's go. I'll, I'll carry on. Let's okay. Let's run this out and then I'll go pee. So uh, I said I was going to do this last week. So now that Andy lives out here in uh, Bridge of Vern, I live in Medvin. Jordan lives in town, the closest to town, mm-hmm. right? So what what should the driving arrangements to come here be? So I initially said, meet me. Where did I say to meet me the first week? Morrison's. At Morrison's. No, I, well, no it was uh, Tesco. Tes- Wasn't it? No. Because I'm because I'm coming from Medvin, mm-hmm. what what would I oh, said right, the midway no. point? What would the midway point? Oh yeah, be? we were talking about. So you were talking about going out via. This is going to be a really boring for the people who don't know about Perth. You were wanting to go up past Broxton. Yeah, take up the motorway, the back of Perth, yeah. and then out. That's the way I go if I need to go to Medvin now. Don't oh, go through the town. Sway, swaying oh. the charger. Right? So but a moment, the midway uh, point for us is not me coming all the way to Broxton. Actually, I can't remember if this was the argument. No, w- what I would do is I'd meet up at the Tesco at McDermott and then you just pull off there onto the A9 and then you'll get That's to Boston yeah. and then just go up the M90. <laughs> okay, well, see when I've got my end motor, I'll just drive myself. Oh, did you not have a car? No, no that's why I asked oh, okay, for a bad <laughs> <laughs> The first time did you not have a car, though? Well, no, that time was because I was drinking. Oh, okay, all right. I'll save that. I'll save that. We'll, we'll, we'll postpone that. Well, the jury's still. Have you just been trying to knock out shit so you can just like? No, this is the new how's, thing. How's this Jordan, is court. How's Jordan been a dick this week? No, oh, no. Homie court. I like it. That's no, I've stole that. We'll change that. I stole that from someplace. Okay, well, but yeah. nobody listens to that. Let's use it. Homie court for now. So um, we'll uh, we'll do that. We'll try and and bring people up on, on charges. Well, we'll get people to send in their anonymous. Uh, yeah, and we'll, we can we can fight the case for yeah. each half of it. Be give cool. us your yeah. friendship <laughs> dilemmas, and we will give you a fair ruling. There's actually, have you ever? Megan's got me on at this. There's a thing on Reddit called "Am I the asshole?" Oh, really? Love Reddit, so, by the way. Basically, so what it is is people put on this blog. They put in situations yeah. where they don't, and they let the people of Reddit decide whether they're in the wrong or not. Mate. Some of these things are fucking unbelievable. It's got seven, uh, 1.7 million potential assholes on Mate, there. Like, it's an unforgiving place, Reddit. Yeah. Reddit very is, unforgiving yeah. place. Reddit's underrated for being very that, much so. that, crazy. I, I, am I the asshole? Every now and again, I'll, I'll phone Megan on my lunch, but what's happening today? She's like, 
you need to read this. <laughs> and then Bosley, she'll send me it and then she'll hang up the phone and won't speak to me again until I've read it and given my... Uh, I'm going to put some things in there every oh, time you kind of get into a fight. Some of it is bananas. There's one... I'll actually, I'll talk One where... Basically, the woman's husband, her his dad, lost his wife in childbirth, giving birth to her now husband. Yeah. And she's now pregnant with her child. And apparently the dad and her father-in-law are being proper morbid as fuck. Like thinking she's going to die in childbirth, like, and it's it's fucking sinister, and it's unbelievable to read. So I'll, I'll post a link up because if you have some time, see next time you go for a shit and you've scrolled through all your social medias in ten minutes, you mean, you'll yeah. lose days in this place. Yeah, I'm looking at a couple of them. One of them is, "Am I the asshole for getting offended, stroke, angry over essentially being gender profiled?" Uh, and there's another, <laughs> there's another one that, uh, oh, am I the asshole for telling my wife she doesn't have postpartum depression? I think so. <laughs> yeah. Without reading any further on that. I think so. <laughs> I just wouldn't go down that route. But yeah, have a read. But yeah, anyway, so back to the, this new feature. Send us your friendship dilemmas. We'll yeah. give you a, a fair ruling. Look at these content kings coming oh, yeah. out with this shit here. On the hopper too. Um, Three passes are not given out though. Just remember that before you send yeah, yeah. We need to get Andy a power of the week. You will get a, a fair ruling. <laughs> you might not enjoy it, but... Um, the right one. So we we're talking about the trip down to, to Reading. Mm. Uh, on the way back, have you ever had this where the, the flight attendant told someone from the front of the plane to go sit in the back to level the plane out? Have you ever seen this? No way. I was like, I don't feel confident now. <laughs> like, I, if you can't balance this shit with the guy in the cockpit, I don't know if I want to be on this plane. No. I've never seen that in my life. Was that a big dude? No, it was, it was actually, it was a it was a very small woman, actually. Not, not small. She was tall, but she wasn't like where she would affect the plane. I, I would have asked my big ass to go back there. Oh, weird. Her, you know? I've never heard of that as being a thing. And then it was weird too, because they checked the manifest, the people who were supposed to be on the plane, and they checked this guy who was like sitting in the last row. They checked his, um, uh, his what is it called when you get on the plane? Your Passport. Not the passport, the thing they get, boarding, boarding pass. pass. They checked it like nine times. And I was like, what? I was like, well, hold on. If you got to check it that many times, get him off the plane. Because mm. I don't want him fucking coming up here, flying this plane into a goddamn mountain or something. You know what I mean? But uh, we made it home safely. Yeah, wait, dude. You can hear me. What? Was he a white dude? It was a white dude. Sounds yeah. like a white dude. Yeah. But he had like a BBC top on, which was weird. Like a BBC hoodie. I don't know. My pal said she's seen Shirley Manson from Garbage on the plane down the other week. Really? Yeah. I would have freaked out. I could lie. I used to fancy the Christ at Shirley Manson. On the read down where? Uh, to, to London. To London. Ah. Yeah. Um, so what, how did you, what did you think? I've flown that route a couple of times and I, I fucking hate airports. It's brutal because Heathrow sucks, bro. Yeah. Heathrow is not a great place to be. Nah. No airport nah. is. There's no such thing as a good airport. Nah, Heathrow... Nah, Edinburgh is actually a good airport when you think about it. Edinburgh's cool and it's semi-clean. It's not bad. All the New York airports suck to me. They're all disgusting. <laughs> um, Terminal 5 is no bad. Where? Flown to Terminal 5 at Heathrow. Oh, that's where I flew well, into, I yeah. thought that one was not too bad, actually. It was just so it was just so big, and we had to run to get the trains and shit. It was it was not nice. Not nice. That's why I get the train down, just for pure not having to move. Uh, the bus driver was like flipping out because we got we we ended up we got in, and then we had to go buy tickets. We went to the bus station area, and then they were like, "Oh no, you can't buy tickets here." And I was like, "You, you can't buy tickets in the bus station for the bus." And she was like, "No, you have to go downstairs." I was like, "Okay." So then we went downstairs. She told us to go see the network rail guy because the bus was put on by network yeah. rail. So I went and talked to the network rail guy. And he was talking to someone as he was going on, and he was like, as he was talking to them, he asked me like, "Can I help you?" 
Um, and then I was like, yeah, I need to get tickets for this bus. And he's like, oh, okay. He goes, you got to go up back upstairs. I was like, well, they sent me down here for you to speak to you. He's like, no, you got to go upstairs. I was like, yeah, but they sent me down here to talk to you to get tickets. He's like, yeah, but you got to go back upstairs. I was like, oh, you're not going to help me, are you? You're just going <laughs> to uh, keep I saying what I'm saying? I see what's happening I was like, don't here. worry about it. I'll just go fuck off. I'll just do my own thing. So then we ended up running to a different terminal to go get the tickets, coming back, finally getting on the bus. And the bus driver was like, he kept saying, everyone put your seatbelts on. He was such a nice guy. And then had like the ultimate road road rage, like screaming, like, look at these fucking dickheads on the road. And we were all sitting there like, oh my God, this guy's going to kill us. Jesus Christ. He was he was flipping out. I was laughing in the beginning, but then toward the end, I was like, oh no, he's no, still no, cursing. He's driving this death bus. <laughs> he's still on. cursing at this guy. Jesus. Um, I have then, mad respect for guys who drive like the giant like buses. Oh, me and too. Lorries and that. It stresses me just watching them. Yeah. I had to like for a job that I had when I was younger. Like I had to drive one of those big. You ever see like a big bread truck? A bread truck, box, bread box truck. You know yeah. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the ones that with the sliding doors at UPS. I had yeah. to drive one of those. It's not nice, bro. Nah, that fucking nice. stress me out, man. You hit bumps, shit's all rattling around. Anyway, Ugh. um, yeah. So in the airport, all you can see on all the TVs. This is on the way back. All you can see on the TVs is that coronavirus. Yeah. And all you see is people walking around with masks and shit in Heathrow, and I'm like, oh fuck, I'm definitely gonna get this shit on. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to get sick. Listen, Matt and, Matt and Vicky, I haven't been speaking to Matt and Vicky over in China, and they're just like, it's like the world's going mental about it, but if you look at the size of China, and the it's fact, small. Yeah, the yeah. fact is like, there's like 200, 800 cases and 25 dead. Yeah. Over 100 dead now. There's 100 dead now. Well, uh, maybe, it depends. Cases all over the place in the United States, a lot of places, uh, cases through Southeast Asia, obviously. Mm-hmm. There's like a couple in France. Well, I, I don't know Dirty if I... places, the airports, man. Yeah. They're like, gross. They're just contagious. Is, is it, is you it, get it, sick when you come back from holidays and all that kind of stuff as well. It's just too many people. It must be impossible to even keep it clean. remotely clean. Well, they were saying that it came from food being prepared in certain areas. So it was like, it's just under like a bat stew or so, a bat soup. So they would kill a bat and they would put it in the, in the soup, but they would prepare it next to like chicken or something like that. Somebody would eat the chicken and then the germs from the bat would get on the chicken and then that's how all this shit just starts spreading. And it's like, that's not what I want to have. I don't no, want so to it's have like it. a flu-like virus, isn't it? Uh, is it like, just it's, like a flu? I think it's like a flu-like, yeah. No, I still don't want it. Don't no, want me neither, not at all. Please leave me alone. Um, also, where did the, did we talk about like the piss like a racehorse? Where does that phrase come from? Well, speaking of that, I've genuinely got a piss like a oh, racehorse. Okay. So please carry on. I just didn't know where it came from. Like, do normal do normal horses not pee as aggressively as racehorses? Is that my jacket? I always think of it. Uh, the first time I ever remember thinking about it is in Mrs. Doubtfire. Right. <laughs> you know, when he comes. <laughs> I've got the origin of the expression though. Right, if you're what do we got? What do we got? Uh, let's have. When most horses take a leak, it is a dramatic sight with the stream typically about one third to one half inch in diameter, Oof. creating a river of urine that seems to have impressed <laughs> some wordsmith sufficiently to coin a phrase like to piss like a racehorse. That was actually a kind of erotic you reading that. Ooh, it was. Uh, <laughs> so the first instance of it is claimed to have been from a poetry collection from 1972 called The Needle's Balance, mm. Richard Lamont. Oh, Lamont. Um, but 
yeah, that's all I can find. But yeah, I always think of Mrs. Doubtfire when I hear that expression. That's actually one of my favourite movies, Mrs. Doubtfire. I think it's the best best film ever. And the best one about that is the guy that took the trailer. Yes. And redid it with the sinister music. I've maybe yeah. talked about it before. We have. It is creepy. It's a, it's a creepy premise to a movie. Like, it he is. sneaks back in. Because normally that only ends in murder. <laughs> Someone's dying. Maybe a kid. Definitely Sally Fields. She's getting it. And the new boyfriend, Piers Brosnan. Oh, hit him with fruit, and then he's yeah. hit him with a knife after. Yeah. That's what... that, bro. It was a drive by fruiting. Yeah. I fucking hated Piers Brosnan in that film. That's the episode, Dad. Go, go, go. Drive by fruiting. You don't like Piers Brosnan? In that film, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Deadly James Bond, though. I loved him as James Bond. Those yeah. films were so cheesy, but they were fantastic. Uh, question. I meant to tag this onto the end of the Kobe thing, but we went to sports. What fictional death affected you the most? Fictional death that affected you the most? I don't get affected by deaths that are people I didn't know right but if I would have to say one that left me sitting there going ah, probably be Tony Soprano oh good one so mm -hmm. that, I was like that's it, that's are, it. are you that's saying it. that he's dead yeah absolutely oh, yeah, he is dead <laughs> what do you think JP Tony Stark yeah that one caught me that was mine. I thought it was going to be yeah uh, I got a little choked up at that too. It's a little dusty in the theater. There's one. There's a Harry. Does that mean they're not going to make any more Iron Man movies? Then he's Iron Man, isn't he? Ah, yeah, but yeah. they will They'll somehow. Do it somehow. somehow. Yeah. Ten years and you'll come back as a ghost. Um, I'm trying to think. <laughs> Loved Harry Potter. There's going to be a couple in Harry Potter. Dobby. Harry Andy Potter died. No idea. No, but <laughs> telling you, that, that fucking hit me, mate. Harry Potter. When the elf died. Oh, yeah, bastard. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely no Tony. Those are two good ones. Tony Soprano, uh, Tony, uh, Tony Stark, the Tonys. Hey, Tony. Gabagool. Want to do that again? Gabagool. Gabagool. Um, I don't know. What about Marley from Marley and Me? Oh, I didn't oh, see it, mate. Tell you, <laughs> funny. How I remember watching that film years ago. I was like, "This is a load of pish." I'd have fucked that dog off, and then me and my ex got a dog. And he was a big, stupid bastard. And he was a nightmare. And I put Marley and me on like three months after I got him. And I cried like a bitch. Because I knew exactly what it was like. Because he was just a big daft idiot. Shout out to Ben. Shout out to you, Ben. Oh. Shout out to you, my guy. Ben. To be fair, you're going to keep the dog a bit if Jennifer Aniston's still kicking a bit. Did you see Brad Pitt trying to get in and about her again uh, fucking a couple of weeks ago? Was he? Scumbag he is. He's well, a fucking scumbag. Snake, huh? Shagger. Shagger. <laughs> Handsome scumbag. Um, <coughs> Ow. We only have one bra and all. Unless you can get Fuck some on the fly. Let's rock out that bra and all. Shall we chuck it in here? Listeners dinged bra and all. They bro did, bro yeah. Bra and death. I don't know. Maybe we need. To, maybe that's another thing that needs to be rebranded or something. Oh, you know? shit. Braun on. Braun on! Cool. Uh, I only got one. Long sleeve polo shirts. Braun on. Bra. Braun. I bought two. They're nice. <laughs> I got a nice wee Fred Perry piece that I keep when I'm slim. Yeah. <laughs> Is that your That's your goals? Yeah, yeah as long as long as yeah, look, man, any polo shirt's good as long as it's buttoned up nicely. Yeah, I'm down with it. Uh, I got another one. Have you seen? Oh, Andy, what are you? No, no, no. Nah. Not polo shirt. You like your arms no. to be free. Not even a short. You like a short sleeve polo? I like a short sleeve polo. Yeah, mm. but yeah. not a long sleeve one. 
Uh, okay, we'll just go on the fly here. What about the the Norrie Miller lights over there across the water in Perth? Bro, oh, no. they're charging for it this year, don't they? Yeah, this week this weekend they're doing some charging for it, yeah. The Chinese one. Bro, it's a nice night. I can't picture you. <laughs> I'm not really impressed by lights. <laughs> Just see wow. you like the enchanted that forest. Could, that could be the title as well. So what, what, what's going on down here? I've got some lights. Yeah, those uh, light and sound me. How much how many, do you want to get in here? How much? How, how many watts are those bulbs over there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Would it depend on the caliber of the lady that you're taking to the lights, Andrew? I think the only birds that go down to the lights are birds with kids. Ah. Yeah. Connie and I had our first date there, so oh, every wow. anniversary we go down there. What were you going to try to? I wouldn't be going there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you're still kicking about, Mike. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Andy just stood in the bedroom with a torch and a string, just swinging it around. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else that goes on down there other than just lights? They do all I mean, different they, themes. Like, there was like a superhero night. They had like an old Batmobile, yeah. like a Doctor Who impersonator. Yeah, so so like, I don't mean to be ignorant. No, it's just I don't know what goes on bits. down there. I think it's, it's good. I'm joking it's about it as well. <laughs> they did have an X-wing for Star Wars in there last year. Oh, I was too big to get it. Yeah, I mean, so were other adults, but like it was for kids only. But I'd have loved to sit in that bastard. There were bands down there the other night when we went. Took the girls down, uh, and well, Connie and the girls and I went. And then um, uh, they had one year last year. They had like really, really good food, and they had these awesome dumplings from some place in Edinburgh. Nice. Oh, so I'm going back this weekend. As soon as you mentioned food, I got hungry there. Mm, yeah, I'm not hungry yeah. too. Any other bra nas? Anything off the top of your head? Um. Actually, that's more of a watching and listening to. I think this could be a, a feature we'll have to rethink, guys. All right. No, it was just this week. I think it was just a slow week. I put it up early this morning, too, just to get people involved. But Falls with the algorithm. Maybe everyone's... You know what? I think so. Yeah. Don't change if it ain't broke. Don't fix it. Like your mm, that says. I'm going to put it up late next time. Yeah, but it might be broken, so it might need to be fixed. Mm. solution. We'll fix that feel like I never, I'm never on Facebook, so if I'd seen it, I would have at least shared it, but... I'm never on. I just, I can't fucking be bothered. There you go. Facebook, bro or no? Facebook? Just Facebook in general, <clears throat> bro or no? Uh, no. Be honest. No. Like. I see if it wasn't for this show, I can't really bother about it. It's the last of the apps that I check. Yeah. I'm usually Instagram, Twitter, and then Facebook if I'm really... In the long line of apps that I check every day and every morning, Facebook isn't really high up. I need it for, it's very good for things for work because everyone has a Facebook page it's good to advertise on and it's mm. good to do all that shit but personally I don't really I don't have it on my phone no nah and what I've noticed is that's a double edged sword so you avoid all the fucking crap and you avoid just looking at it but then what happens is when I log in at my laptop I go fuck how many notifications is that and I've got tons of direct messages mm. so then I start going through stuff but I'm just instantly I'm like I don't care about any of this Real and then shit, I just yeah. forget to reply to so many folk and it's, it gets a wee bit out of hand so it's a double edged sword like if you've got it you kind of need to Stay on I can top see of it it's useful, but if I didn't need to have it, then I'm quite happy to live just without Twitter's it. Twitter's fine, man. Instagram's yeah. okay, but even that, its algorithm's all fucked up now. Yeah. So I, was, I was just talking to Mike about this, actually. TikTok is fast becoming one of the funniest things I've ever watched in my life. Yeah. Some of the shit good. on there is genuinely, genuinely hilarious. 
I make some like with my daughters. I've, like, yeah, I've fucking... seen that. We'll not talk about that. <laughs> there's, there's a Vine, Vine 2.0. Vine's back as well. That, yeah. You got it. Aye. You got it. Of course. Is it, man. What is it? I used to like Vine. The wee six second loops. Yeah. Right. It's crazy what people can do in that short span and be funny. It'd be hilarious. It was amazing because in six seconds, you can squeeze in eight, maybe even 12 bars of music. So if you've made a really hot beat, you just timed your start and your stop, right? Or yeah. you could edit. Then you could get your, say, four bar loop, this real bang and beat just looped and the video would just spin round and round and the beat so would just a bunch go of times, yeah. forever man it was really cool for that like. oh nice but then you're always say fannies like Jake Paul and fucking oh. Logan Paul and all these mm, he's started. one of them's fighting again as well the oh, Jake other Paul one. the other one aye. Jake Paul more like it yeah <clears throat> against the Neeson Gibb like who gives a fuck Neeson uh, Gleeb what time <laughs> <laughs> that's two each in the man of the match oh, stakes but, uh, that's two oh, this is Mike's tonight. the come from behind victory coming up <laughs> well so, um, what time are we at Andy it's like a short one yeah just an hour and six but that's alright well we've still got watching and listening to yeah, you yeah Patreon. so watching and listening to what have you been watching or listening to this, this week? week what have you been watching or listening to this week uh, I finished Frankenstein all right. I don't know if I gave it a rating the last thing because I was still reading it. I don't know if I did. Um, it was good. It was one of those books where if it wasn't regarded as a classic, I don't know if I'd have ever read it. But it was good in terms of actually getting to know the full story because obviously there's the whole people call Frankenstein's monster Frankenstein. But there was a good the, the book that I've got had a really good like sort of almost like review at the back. It was like an essay about the the actual author and that. And that was quite interesting. So I'll give it a I've got a five bananas. Um, I read another, it was a graphic novel called Preacher. Fucking so good. It was my mate Alex down south, Hawk, the guy who'd done the Maurice Hawkatorium, um, recommended it to me. It's, it's, I think it's been made in a TV show as well. Um, I won't give anything away about it, but like if you're into comics and you haven't read Preacher, read Preacher. I read it like in two hours. It was fucking amazing. Well drawn, funny. So I'll give that, a, I'll give that an eight. Eight bananas. And... Else, I've not finished yet, but I've been watching Cheer on Netflix. Cheer. So it's a documentary about a competitive cheerleading team done by the same guys that done Last Chance You. Okay. It's fucking insane. Oh, like, shit. it's like the things that they're doing. Like they're literally throwing people like fifteen feet up in the air. All these tiny wee lasses are doing backflips, and ah, oh, it's mental. So if you haven't watched it yet, I would definitely recommend put, having it a look because it's like you think it's a cheerleading documentary, but like, yeah, but it is fucking bananas. Like, it's one of the lasses that had, like, five concussions. Yeah, they get fucked yeah, up. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? It's, it's crazy. So I definitely recommend watching that. That's on course for a good score. Watch the second series of Sex Education. Oh, okay. You put that in there, shit. Yeah, right. Fucking <laughs> brilliant, man. Great so, show, right? It's really good. I thought this... I actually prefer the second series to the first series. Yeah. But the second series, it wasn't as funny, but in terms of the way it was written and the episodes and the characters and the storylines was just fucking... What do you think about Julian Anderson? Fantastic. Oh, my God. I got a little crush on her, yeah. little crush. Anytime, <laughs> I didn't like her in X-Files. Oh, mate, anytime she comes on the screen and she does that posh English accent, I absolutely melt into my chair. Yeah. Fucking, Gillian Anderson gets a 10 bananas for me. Yeah. And the show itself gets eight. I thought it was really, yeah. really oh, yeah. good. I think it's a good show. Really, yeah. really good, funny. And you know what it was? It was, you can tell it was written for a different generation, but it must be quite nice. There's quite a lot of representation in there. So it might it must actually be quite good for actual teenagers who are maybe struggling in this day and age where you can identify as whatever you want 
What I liked about that, because you're spot on with the representation part, what I like, they didn't do it in a corny way. Yeah. Like, they didn't, like, force it. It yeah. was just seemed like it just was in the within the flow of the yeah. show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there was that one point in the last episode, spoiler alert, um, where Otis's girlfriend, the German guy's mm-hmm. daughter, like, she kind of is, she realizes that she's bi, but it wasn't it was pan, like- Pansexual. Oh, pansexual, yeah. 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 And then, but it wasn't like this whole revelation moment. It was kind of like, yeah, I think that's me. Yeah. No, all right. Well, 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 next scene, on, like yeah. she was just with the girl, like hanging yeah. out. I was yeah. like, all right, that's probably how it goes yeah. for some people. You know? No, I really fucking enjoyed that show. So yeah, that gets, that gets an eight from me. Um, What's weird about it is that I don't know when it's, it seems like it's set in different times. Like I think it's, it's just meant to be a completely sort of like, just it is what it is. It's not explained because it's set. There's phones and there's texting, but then the cars that they drive around, they look like they're from like the 80s or yeah, something. Yeah, it's kind of weird, sort of like an art deco type of show. And then yeah. Everything's sort of like the schools are kind of Americanized, but it's in the yeah. UK sort of. And yeah. So, but yeah, but like you said, it doesn't seem to address things because it's like, this is just where it is. Yeah. Just fucking deal with it. Yeah. Uh, really well cast, really well acted. Uh, I think it was something else. I thought it was something else. But um, no, that's me. I've all, I think you've got this written down, but I'll talk about it when you do. Andy Mitchell. So that's me. Uh, right, I've got quite a few things here. Oh, shit. Um, first of all, I've been watching. This was uh, actually earlier on today. I was watching season two of the pizza show on Munchie, which is my boy Frank Pinello, best pizza traveling, the New York guy. Yeah, uh, traveling about all over US and all over the world, uh, just trying different kinds of pizza. Something totally different. Oh, off yeah, the that bit. sounds like the best show but in the world. It, it sound like a, it's, it's absolutely brilliant. Mike, you would hate it because everywhere they go, they've got fucking toppings all over these pizzas, man. <laughs> it, only, it only looks good when he goes to like Naples or back to New York and it's just those plain slices again, man. Um, My daughter's calling. Can I, can I call her back and we'll put it on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry it's, to interrupt. Should we already be on the show or do you think she's not calling you about something important? Uh, I don't think so. We'll see. We'll just edit it out if it is something important, please. She's not going to answer. Dingy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't it by like, your name. Fuck that old guy. That's my youngest doing it, too. She could call you. I wonder how much she wants. I know. She was harassing me the other day to start up her YouTube channel, but she kept harassing me. And I was like, I'm, I'm fucking doing it. Leave me alone. Are you, though, Mike? It's done. All right. No, You've been rubbered by her. Wow. Okay. Oh, sorry. Sorry to interrupt you over that that's bullshit. All right. That's all right. Um... So the pizza show, I love Frank Pinello and I love Munchies and I love all the stuff that they, a lot of the content that they do. So, sorry. (laughs) Yes, Sienna. Hi. 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 We're doing the podcast. Say hi. To to the people who are listening. I don't, I can't see them. (laughs) They they haven't, how can I help you, Sienna? I want to see them. What do you want to see? People, what do you need? I want to see them. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go then. Hi, Daddy. Hi. <laughs> this is huh? adorable. There's nothing to see. There's Jordan. There's Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, people can hear you. Hello, world. <laughs> Okay, we're recording, so I gotta go. You got a paper cut. Is that what you wanted to show me? Yeah. Oh, is it hurt? Mm-hmm. Oh. Bye. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs>
sure kid phones you? Don't I'll give mind. that phone call a seven out of ten. <laughs> For cuteness. Oh, they're great. Sorry, Eddie. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. Uh, so, pizza show. I'm going to give eight bananas. Nice. Ooh, that's strong. What like, channel is this on? Just on YouTube. Munchies. Munchies oh, okay. YouTube I don't know if I could watch that without then just going and ordering myself a Making ridiculous yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. I do love it. Um, also, can I just say when your daughter starts a YouTube channel, make sure she starts her videos with, hello world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rather than usual, hey guys, what's happening? Hey guys. <laughs> Hello, Is it really a YouTube video unless you say, hey guys? Hi guys. <laughs> guys this, guys that. Um, right, okay, moving on swiftly. Been listening to a bit of more West Side Gun with MF Doom this week. Hey. Uh, I'm going to give that seven bananas. I'm going to rattle through these. I've got a lot. Uh, been watching Action Bronson watches Ancient Aliens. Have you seen any of that? <laughs> what? No. So it's like him, Big Body Bez, The Alchemist, like all them sitting down. Some weeks having like Rob Van Dam, Be Real from Cypress Hill. So they bring in like guests and that. And then they just sit and get stoned as fuck. And he's like painting. Alchemist has got like all his music gear set up and they're just sitting getting high as fuck watching Ancient Aliens. It's like well, you've got to link me up. This sounds fucking sensational. It's TV these days. Huh? I'm sure the person that edit it, like edits the actual footage and that into the shows on is like smoking DMT like wow. 24-7. It is a fucking wild. A trippy experience, man. It's good. There's loads of episodes. Is that um, YouTube too? Yeah, okay. Going to give that one six point five because uh, it's not the strongest content. You're all that's feeling generous. So, uh, that's an uh, eight and a six. That's two scores above five bananas. Oh, they've got some high ones coming up. I've got uh, Alchemist album, Craft Singles, absolute legendary album. Um, Craft Singles. Yeah, so it's just a whole load of different singles he's cut with a whole load of different rappers from. Uh, Boldy James to... Boldy James? He's got a new EP coming out in February produced by The Alchemist, which I cannot wait for. Oh. They just dropped a freestyle a thing on YouTube called Speed Demon. You stick, the note, stick it in the notes and I'm gonna, is, we need uh, to start making this playlist. Boldy James, I remember he had a single a while ago. Um, Boldy James. I'm looking for it now. I can't find it. Do you remember what it was? Really, really hard, hard bass. Oh, he's, re he's released a, a lot of different stuff, so I couldn't say specifically what track, but um, looking forward to their EP, but there's a lot of different MCs, so it's basically mm. like a whole load of singles made together to make an album. That's why it's called Craft mm -hmm. Singles, um, like the cheese. Um, I've got to give that an eight and a half bananas out of ten. Alchemist, he's going to be one... I know everybody like talks about Jay Dilla this, Jay Dilla that. Like, Alchemist might be the GOAT. Oh, Really? Jesus. Really? So, You've been on Alchemist for like the last yeah, like month, man. You've been happens, playing the shit out of it. I've been listening to the Alchemist for fucking 20 years, man. I'm going to go and fucking do 20 years. Stuff right um, now. Fantastic. My boy Hus Kingpin, end of a decade album. Can't remember if I mentioned this last week. Um, I think it might have been the one with him and Smooth before, but this one's only a couple of weeks old. Uh, I give that as a strong seven. Again, Hus Kingpin just does what he does. A um, few th other things I've been watching. We've got some episodes of Joe Rogan, one with Joey Diaz, which was really good. Oh, the Joey Diaz. Uh, one, an MMA one with Josh Thompson from about three days ago. It was fantastic. And another one from yesterday with uh, UFC welterweight champion Kamaru Usman. Oh, yeah. I see him post a, that day, actually. Yeah, it's like a three-hour long one. So I'm about halfway through that. Um, that's really good. So he seems to be getting the MMA show and that going back in. He's mm. had some really out there kind of guests for a yeah, while. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. was on there. It was actually quite a good episode. I've not seen that one. I was actually, I've listened to about half. It was actually, Robert Downey Jr. just looks like a nice guy. Best about Rogan shows, you can just watch the best bits of it on JRE Clips, mm. that YouTube channel. Yeah. It just clips all the sort of best parts and then 
put some, you know, under a, a sort of head and if you like little mini videos of that episode. Um, so he's been really hot. The other one thing I did want to mention was I discovered Ozzy Osbourne had released a new single. What? Called, yeah, like Under the Graveyard or some shit. I listened to it and I was like, well, what are we going to get here? A, the music video is absolutely phenomenal. Uh-huh. Absolutely really? phenomenal. And the tune itself isn't that bad. <laughs> but like the premise of the video is like, it's, um, you know how him and Sharon Osbourne met? She basically was like sick of him, like drinking and sniffing himself to death. Yeah. So she like went to his hotel room and that and basically had him under lock and key and watched for 24 hours a day trying to get him sort of cleaned and functioning again. So the whole video is like folk playing those two at that time. Right. And he's just fucking, it's just everything from partying, sniffing, lying, just getting wrecked. And obviously then the consequences of that as well. It all just sort of plays out in this hotel room. I'm, <coughs> my description, my synopsis of it is not doing it justice. For me, I watched it and I went, that's a really stunning, stunning piece of art for a music video. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was phenomenal. I was like transfixed by it. I was like, wow, that was an awesome music video. And the tune wasn't too bad. So, What's the name of the song? Under the Graveyard. Under the Graveyard. So it's uh, it's only only been out for about maybe three or four weeks. So, uh, yeah, that was that. I'm going to give that uh, seven bananas out of ten. I want to be generous because the visuals, I guess maybe if I just listened to the audio, I might have been like, yeah, it's cool. But the visuals made it come to life. Um, and then that's why I have to mention Yacht Rock too again because I've still been listening to that album like three times a week. I played it, it on my way home after the last time I was here. Yeah. And it's another one that's been done with a YouTube video. So the whole 22 minute EP album is like cut to footage. Oh, shit. Like of yachts and all that kind of just when you think about the old shit and yacht rock style of music and that and it's a, another absolute work of art so Deadly. I think that's pretty much me guys a lot of stuff oh one other shout out below the belt I watched this week for the first time in ages Brendan Shop is just a fucking mingo like what do you reckon I uh, uh, just uh, he just he just annoys me now yeah just annoys me now uh, and Luke Thomas MMA Journalist, analyst, whatever you want to call it, he's got a show on a Monday morning called Morn was it Morning Combat? So he is quickly turning into the best mixed martial arts mixed martial arts journalist, YouTuber, interviewer, whatever you want to call him, podcaster mm-hmm. in the game. Like the guy is super, super good. So yeah, okay. yeah, a lot a lot of good stuff for me this week. Deadly. Uh, I just want to see if this is the song, the Boldy James song that I had. Oh, hold on. Oh, no, 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 wait, this is it. Hold on. This is it, yeah. It's called Jimbo. Oh, yeah, that's it. All right, sorry. So, um... What? Yeah, I don't know. It's been so long. Did I talk about the Aaron Hernandez documentary? No, no, I don't. No. Even so Aaron that. Hernandez documentary on Netflix. Uh, for those of you who don't know, he played uh, NFL player, played for the New England Patriots, and uh, they found out that after he had played a season, he, that he was a murderer, basically, and yeah. killing someone in the offseason before that season started. And uh, it was just really crazy to see like his entire life and then just how somebody in with that much fame and money could actually be fucked up like that. You know what I mean? And just, 
a lot of it was blamed on his parents, and he was, you know, he blamed it on his parents, and well, his dad dying, his mom just not being a good parent, and just not being around the right people. But it's a fascinating, fascinating story. I give it a, I give it a nine. Oh shit! Thought it was really, really, really good. Um, uh, toward the end, they kind of blame it on. They were like, "Oh yeah, well, he was gay, so he was kind of lashing out." And I was like, mm, "I don't think no, that was the reason no. why he was like killing people out there who aren't murdering people." I was so. like, "But it's all right." But um, it was a fascinating, fascinating story. Also, went and saw Jojo Rabbit based on your recommendation. Oh, it was all right. Oh, it's all heartless right. bitch. I, I, you know, I was, I was looking because you gave it such a high recommendation. I was like, "All right, let's go in." I went in there really high. And it was good. It was funny. It was really funny, especially the guy that plays Hitler. Like mm. it was, it was really, really funny. Yeah. Um, the ending was a little weird, though. I didn't understand the end. I, I understood it, but it just seemed to kind of wrap itself up really quickly toward the end. And I was like, oh, okay. But it was good. Yeah, it was good. I want to watch it again just in case I was still on a high. But that's what I thought is how much I enjoyed it. But maybe I give it too high a praise. Yeah, but it was definitely good. It was a good movie. Um, Love Island has started. <sighs> No, you guys love that. Andy, what do you think about uh, the cast of Love Island? Have you been watching intently, I assume? Nope. No, not at all? No, okay. No. <laughs> Jordan, my, yourself? Can I Mike single just knew that? Yeah. <laughs> um, I also saw Dating in the Dark last night. Have you ever seen this show? Mike. It's like they just they just do anything for fucking TV now. They just shove two people in a room and they get feeling each other That's and a drink. They know you'll watch it. I wasn't actually watching it; it was just on. And then I was like, "What's going on here?" Like there was one guy that came in; he was it's a naked just, butler. Is, so is your host just constantly got ITV two on or something? Is that like <laughs> the only channel you guys have? Yeah, the remote was missing. We didn't know what to do. No, um, there was a naked butler and he came in there like with his ass hanging out, and all the girls were in there just feeling. I was like. What kind of shit is this? Like, what are we watching here? How long did you watch for? I watched the whole show. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> not because they're like naked butler. Not like no, they're in the wrong. Yeah, we're not here to judge you. Um, you do you, man. Yeah, man. yeah man. I'll do me. This is, this is a podcast for everyone. Uh, Eminem dropped an album. Then we'll listen to it. That's not like first we bit of it. Me too. <laughs> it was fine. But no, I feel bad. I probably should listen to it. The there was some, there was some decent sacks in there that weren't as usual stuff, but. I didn't make it. It didn't make me want to keep listening. Yeah. Do you think it's weird that Eminem doesn't do anything else? You know how like Fifty Cent has like TV shows and movies, and he's, he does all his other shit. Jay Z's got like the whole him being like one of the greatest rappers of all time. Don't you think he should be doing something else, not well, music did, related? He, he did Eight Mile. Eight Mile was a fucking great film. Oh so yeah, he can, clearly sure. he can act, but he's just probably. Kind of be asked, and everyone always says he doesn't leave his house, and that's why his raps sound the way they do because he sounds like someone with like zero perspective. He's just kind of like, oh well, this is the way the I world looks for my house. It, I mean, you can never tell because it could all be a show, and maybe it's a bit reclusive. But it just, it was decent the ones I listened to, but nothing that made me go back and no. listen to the second half of the album. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I game has been. He's clearly got talent, but sometimes he just. I don't know. He raps too much too. Like he, he tries to fit so many words in like a song or, and it's like, let's hear what it you're must, saying and appreciate that shit a little bit more. It instead must of be just tough when people expect so much of you as well, because like you said, he is one of the, yeah. probably one of the greatest rappers or one of the biggest rappers of all time, at least. Yeah. And he has a certain style and you have certain expectations from an album from him. And he clearly doesn't take criticism very well either. Do you know the biggest part of that story was for me what? was that rapper from Dundee Z Z the Dungeness. Mm-hmm. He have you not seen any of the stuff on social media? That, no, like, no. Dundee rapper claims Eminem stole the name and the release date 
of his album from his project that dropped on the same day exactly five years ago using the same sample uh, from an Alfred Hitchcock film and stuff like that. And it's been like in the fucking, in the tully. In the, the tully. It's been on fucking Lad Bible and everything like Jesus, that. Jesus, really? I've never seen any of this. Yeah, no. yeah, Have been, you worked with him or no? Yeah. I, I, in fact, if you go on my Facebook, you'll see that I've just shared a track there that I produced that was a counterculture cypher collective mm. thing featuring some of the best rappers in Scotland. He's one of the guys' verses that's on there. Oh, cool. Did that with a friend of the show, Bark, right? Little Evil's on oh. there. Kamehameha. Kamehameha. Fucking McKenny. So, yeah, that's all been booting off. Um, and, yeah, they both... Basically, Z says his suspicions were heightened after Eminem <laughs> un unveiled his new record on January 17th, exactly five years to the day after he released his single. Same name, same audio sampling and that in it as well. So that's been booting off. So maybe some so listeners of the show might That's seen, a nice wee windfall for your boy, surely. How the fuck are you ever going to prove that? Do you know what I mean? And how many other people have sampled that same bit of Alfred Hitchcock? You know, well, there's, been a, Hitchcock folk, there's been a couple of folk that have been pulled up for that sort of stuff recently, I'm sure. Uh, Ed Sheeran, I'm sure, had to pay some money back to Marvin Gaye's family. It's in fucking NME and everything, this story. Jesus Christ. That's fucking it's farther tits. than I thought it was. I'm going to have to read that shit. That'd be why Cammy's re-releasing the cipher just now, because it'll be on the back of folks searching for Z. It's just probably. good publicity, man. Oh, well, produced by your old damn Macabell. Oh, Make sure lovely. you check out. It's a fucking banger, by the way. We'll get that shared out. So is that us for the week, lads? That's us. First week back? Yeah. Episode 101 in the tank. Yeah. Well, Beautiful. Love Beautiful. it. What a great time to be alive. Love it to pieces. Right. Well, you can find us on uh, Facebook and Podbean, Monkey Sword Fight Podcast. You can also email us, monkeyswordfightpodcast at gmail.com. I am on Twitter at Wagwan Patrice. I am also on Twitter at underscore mdance. And I'm there at Macapella. Lovely. Thank you very much for listening, liking, and sharing. We will speak to you next week. Peace. Hello. My hey. shit has totally gone away. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you went full circle? It's coming out of my throat. Probably. That's what happens to me at work. Catch you later, folks. Hey.